Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so glad you're here with us, and I am so thankful to be your host. Today we're going to be looking at one of the substantial proofs of the accuracy of the New Testament. And it's its eyewitness nature. You could do this with the Old Testament as well. So I'm just going to go through a few things here, pages 134 and 35 of the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible. I've been using this for uh, a few weeks now. It's kind of our base textbook. I've used it for years at Indiana Bible College on different classes, Christian evidence, and uh, probably just Christian evidence class. I don't think I ever use it in science in the Bible. It's by Joseph M. Holden and Norm Geisler. So let's get started on this. Again, thanks for being here. So the eyewitness nature of the New Testament, not only are there earlier, more multiple, more accurate, more numerous contemporary documents for the basic New Testament events than any other ancient history, but these documents were based on eyewitness testimony. This is indeed what the Gospel of Luke claims. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who were the from the first eyewitnesses and servants of the word, Luke 1, 1 3, 3. Not sure what translation that is. And Dr. Luke was not only an educated eyewitness, but his writing has been confirmed in numerous details by archaeological and literary sources. And so William Ramsey, an atheist, went to write a book against Christianity based on Luke and writings and ended up becoming a Christian because of his accuracy. So, John 19.35, the man who saw it, the crucifixion, has given testimony, and his testimony is true. So here you have somebody claiming to be an eyewitness of the crucifixion. John 21.24 this is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. First John 1 John 1.1, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked on and our hands have touched or handled, this were proclaimed concerning the word of life. Acts 2.32, God has raised this Jesus to life. We're all witnesses of this fact. Acts 4, 19 and 20, Peter and John replied, For we could not help but speaking about what we have seen and heard. Peter speaking in Acts 10, 39 and 40, We are witnesses of everything he did in the country, the Jews, in Jerusalem. It goes on, But God raised him from the dead the third day and caused him to be seen. Of course, the famous passage in all this is 1 Corinthians 15 verses 3 through 8. He appeared to Peter, talking of Jesus, and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brethren at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then all the apostles, and last of all appeared to me also, talking of Paul. Hebrews 2, 3 and 4. Again, this was confirmed to us by those who heard him. Second Peter 1.16, we don't follow cleverly invented stories or cleverly devised fables. 
We told you about the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we're eyewitnesses of his majesty. 1 Peter 5, 1. To the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder, a witness of Christ's sufferings. who also will share in the glory to be revealed. A recent book by Richard Bauckham, who I really like. I don't agree with him always. But math, wonderful scholar. Jesus and the eyewitnesses. This is Richard Bauckham argues convincingly that the New Testament is based on eyewitness testimony, or in eyewitness testimony as it reads. He concludes that reading the Gospels as eyewitness testimony honors the form of historiography. They are, from its historical perspective, radical suspicion of testimony as a kind of epistemological suicide. It is no more practical in history than it is in ordinary life. Bauckham is not alone in his conclusion. Numerous scholars have come to the same conclusion. In fact, there are around 2,000 biblical scholars in the Evangelical Theological Society, virtually all who accept the reliability of the New Testament documents, is based on eyewitness testimony. I remember Greenleaf back in the 1860s, Simon Greenleaf. I think maybe UCLA Law School may still be named after him or was. Testimony of the Four Evangelists goes into this much. And there's so much more to this because of the details of the eyewitnesses. It's not just the internal, what we just read, but the books themselves claim basically to be written by eyewitnesses or people who were eyewitnesses. I mean, Matthew called by Jesus Christ. John leaning on the breast at Jesus Christ at his supper. And uh, at the Last Supper, and Mark, you know, we won't go into whether he was Peter's secretary or not. And, of course, Luke and his close affinity from Luke 1, 1 through 4, as we've already read, with other documents. But uh, you can tell that it's eyewitness in customs, manners, you know, whether it's a funeral procession, whether it's a custom of leprosy, whatever it is. Was just right who the Pharisees were. So the historical reliability of the New Testament and its eyewitness nature is really can't be pushed back upon. I've no reading like that. Some have said there's mass delusion or mass collusion involved, but that would break down somewhere. But this didn't break down. How, as McDowell points out, how did they go from frightened fleeing? to bold and preaching. And uh, what psychological thought process went into that? Well, they obviously thought they had seen the risen Christ. But not just the risen Christ, his life. Given that there are multiple documents, I mean, Mary's in the upper room, mom. Given that there are multiple documents based on numerous eyewitness testimonies of honest men, burden of proof falls on the skeptic and critic, not on those who accept the reliability of the New Testament. Critics are swimming upstream, drowning in waves of evidence against their view. No doubt about it. So, the historical evidence, again, manners, customs, but not just that, combined with the archaeological discoveries we've found, comport with what the Gospels report. So God bless you. Hey, thank you so much for being here with us. We pray that you'll join us daily and share with your friends and family, folks at work, Sunday school classes, college classes, college groups, 
whatever you think may benefit. Please leave us a five-star review. It helps people find us, what people say. Greatly appreciated. And uh, pray for the ministry. And uh, we'll be looking at the confirmation of the Lucan accuracy of his writings next. So God bless. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.